Yo, yo, listen, it's currently 12.15 a.m. I just got back from Continental Cinema 5, fantastic theater, by the way, and uh, yeah, I just watched Ad Astra, yeah, let's talk about that, and of course, someone sent me a friend request at 12.15 in the morning, who does that, who sends me a friend request? At 12.15. What the fuck? Okay. Okay. Enough of that. Let's go ahead and jump right into it, shall we? So, Ad Astra. It was first filmed in the Toronto Film Festival. The same place where the Joker movie was premiered and filmed. The critics were going crazy over Ad Astra. Now, personally, I, I didn't really, you know, care about it that much. I watched the trailer. I'm like, alright, yeah, sure. It's, it's good. But... You know, the critics went on and on about it, so I'm like, ah, what the hell, I'll check it out myself. I get my own opinion on it. So, this movie was directed by James Gray, who also directed Blood Ties, The Immigrant, and The Lost City of Z. I've watched two of those movies. Uh, they were good. They were good. So, I kind of knew what I was getting myself into. My expectations were, okay, a little bit risen, but, you know, again... I had to go see it for myself to make my final judgment. And the cinematography was created by Hoyt Van Hoytum. What? Hoyt Van Hoyt. Shit. English motherfucker! Yo, Lamebot, help me out real quick, because I, I, I can't say this dude's name. It's pronounced Hoyt Van Hoytima. You know, I also found it interesting that this same man is also responsible for the cinematography of Interstellar. That beautiful film, he was the cinematography. Like, that was him. That was that was the man. So I thought that was kind of ironic that he did the cinematography for that movie as well. He also did it for uh, 007 Spectre, and he also did it for Dunkirk. So he has some big, big films under his belt. So this made me even more excited for the movie. The music was also scored by Max Richard. He's been doing beautiful, classical, and other popular music styles since the early 2000s. And he composed music for White Boy Rick, one of my favorite movies, and another space movie called Last Days on Mars, a horror thriller that I really do recommend you check out. It's really good. Trust me. Uh, a lot of critics didn't like it. I liked it, but, you know, watch it. Have your own opinion. Think for yourselves. Check it out if you want. So let's go ahead and jump right into this uh, brief uh, I guess, <laughs> review of Ad Astra. It's crazy out there. There's fires everywhere and plane crashes. They're calling it the surge. Major, we have some highly classified information. What can you tell us about the Lima project? Its objective was to search for advanced extraterrestrial life. The ship disappeared approximately 16 years into the mission. And the commander was? He was my father, sir. This might come as quite a shock to you. Now, this takes place in the near future. And 30 years go by. We focus on a protagonist, Roy McBride. And his father, Clifford McBride, was a famous astronaut that led a voyage into deep space. But the ship and the crew were never heard from again. So now he needs to embark on this daring mission to Neptune to uncover the truth about his missing father and this mysterious power that threatens the entire universe. Yeah, that. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, the cinematography, I'm gonna be honest with you, is amazing. It's definitely Interstellar-esque, where everything is so big and 
Brobdenakian and you, you feel the weight of everything you know what I'm saying like you really see everything it, 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 there's so much attention to detail that I don't want to like geek out about it but like the particles in space you can see it you can almost fucking feel it the the planet itself is so the images is so good like for example when you go to planet the planet you really feel like you're on Mars you really feel like you're on the moon you really feel like you you're passing Jupiter you really feel like you're you're you know touching the damn rings of Neptune it's awesome dude it's amazing and you know the cinematography again makes the void of space feel so vast so empty but it also fills you with this almost somber feeling you know it's just really beautiful to look at this movie is just freaking beautiful i know the pro about this movie is the acting yo listen brad pitt is an amazing actor only so few actors can act without saying a word good actors can deliver their lines with such profound particular expression with such demanding of respect tone but great actors can say their lines without saying a word and brad pitt is that actor um in acts one and two he kind of gives you this persona of a guy who's very calm and collected throughout the film he has to check his heart rate because you know astronauts need to remain calm during missions and whatnot so he constantly monitor himself to make sure he's psychologically aware but of course when he's going towards act two when he's realizing he's finding his father he needs to reconnect he kind of goes through this inner monologue what he meant to say was inner turmoil freaking idiot he kind of digs deep he starts to recollect the memories with his father he started to ask himself is it really worth finding my father is all of this really worth it will my father even remember me would my father be the same man I remember as a child or would he be an entirely different stranger he asked these questions to himself and you can see how he's feeling through just the most minuscule facial expressions and I thought that was just beautiful uh, yeah it's, it's just everything he feels he doesn't say but you can feel it just by looking at him and you're like I'm with you I'm with you he makes you care about Roy he really do and again just Brad Pitt he's the man I, what can I say I got nothing bad to say about Brad Pitt he, he's awesome uh, yeah so another pro another good one the music and the sound design let, let me tell you something let me tell you something when you find a movie that has so many interesting little sounds in the background like for example there was a scene where they're on the moon I'm not gonna spoil it for you but shit goes down obviously shit goes down okay and they're on the moon you know things are happening but you know in space there's no noise let me let me ask you something it's not gonna make sense at all but let me ask you how do you make something noiseless make a sound halfway exactly you don't know how to do that right well apparently the people who did the sound design is like oh we can do that we can make it happen because there's nothing in the background happening it's just their voices you know they're talking on communications network but then something happens and you're like i hear that but i shouldn't hear that because you're in space but it sounds so realistic it sounds so good how do you do that and then another thing too you know when there's just little noises in the background and yeah it's 
yeah this movie is just visually and you know it, it's, it's it's just it's really good <laughs> for the senses I, I got nothing bad to say so far about the way it looks and sound but the music uh it really do push the uh, movie forward it, it really does there's some scenes where it gets really intense there's some scenes where it get really somber and depressing and the music really carries that weight with you you know what i mean so yeah again it's awesome and one last thing one last good thing about this movie um there's this like mechanic i guess where throughout the film brad pitt is talking to himself now usually with voiceovers in movies i get kind of nervous because voiceover in movies usually treat the audience like they're dumb or they kind of leave you know needless exposition dumps where you're like i can put two and two together i don't need you to hold my hand but the voiceover doesn't treat you like you're dumb and it, it doesn't treat the character like it's dumb it treat the character like a person you hear brad pitt narrate over certain scenes not to you but to himself again going back to what i was talking about brad pitt and his acting skills he's narrating what he's feeling and the words are so profound and meaningful and you add that with his acting skills and those facial expressions i talked to you about before yeah it it really leaves you just kind of overwhelmed with emotions it really do it makes you feel something and i've been going to a lot of movies for a long long time I usually have to turn my brain off, you know. But in this one, I it was nice to feel something again. So yeah, Ad Astra, it it was doing pretty good so far. Acts one and two, I enjoyed the acting, the sounds, the music, the visuals. Everything was going so well until we get to Act three. Now I'm about to go ahead and deconstruct this movie. So let's go ahead and get this out of the way this movie is a definitely a slow burn my grandmama who i love to death can outrun this movie that's how slow this movie can be it has difficulty figuring out how to move the plot along sometimes where it kind of even you know question itself there's parts in this movie where i'm like there's no fucking way that should have happened for example um there's a ship trying to land on mars and brad pitt's in it and you know Brad Pitt being Brad Pitt's like I can do this I can fly the, I can fly the rocket but in reality I'm like all of you motherfuckers should be dead right now because there's no way that should have happened or again in the third act <laughs> he has to get back to his ship something happens I'm not gonna say what it is but he does a thing where I almost want to call Neil deGrasse Tyson and ask him if that's even possible because again they they want you to you know suspend your belief you know just a bit they want you to, you know, suspend, you know, turn your brain off just a tad. But like I said before, it was nice not turning my brain off. And now it's trying to make me turn my brain off. I, I did not like that. <laughs> you can't, like, go back and, you know, backpedal from being a very self-aware movie to now, all right, now I'm about to do some stupid shit. And it did. The third act made me mad. And then here's the one. Here's the worst sin. Here's the one that just made me kind of upset. I was just devastated. Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy the Man Jones, was so underutilized in this movie. I was disappointed. I was upset. I spent two hours and three minutes to see my boy Tommy, Tommy, the man who made my childhood lit in Men in Black. 
<laughs> I was happy. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm about to see Tommy Lee Jones. Here we go. What is he gonna do? Not a damn thing. He just stood there looking sad, spoke some lines, and then something happened. I'm like, what? I paid how much money whatever for this like don't get me wrong i enjoyed the movie i'm not talking shit about the movie right now not as bad as i could but I'm, what i'm telling you is that i was very disappointed with third act like everything was going so smooth man like you, you had this good thing going with roy like the journey of figuring out where his father could be him trying to reconnect with his father going through all of his trials and tribulations to get to where he is now to realize that he did basically did all of that for for what happened and i'm like yo that really made me sad man because it could have been a great ending and it, it kind of was but in a way not really knowing what what happened and i'm like man that's kind of a bummer but again I digress. Act 1 and 2 kind of made up for Act 3, but again, you will feel kind of meh after you watch it. So, uh, was it good? Was it trash? Def, we need to know. Uh, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I, I say it was definitely watchable. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's definitely not worth an A plus rate. I'm not, I'm not finna do that. I'm not finna be that critic be like, oh, it was so superb. I love it. Huh. Yes, yes. I'm not finna fucking do that. I'm not finna waste your time. Uh, I would definitely check it out on matinee. I wouldn't pay full price to watch it. However, you do have some good things in it. Like I said, cinematography, music, acting, all that jazz. It's good. It's a good movie, which is why I'm finna give it a rating of a B minus. Yeah. A B minus. I'm see. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice dude. I can find good in things. See, there you go. Boom. Oh, but before I close, I want to do one. I want to talk about one more thing. This isn't about the movie. We're done talking about the movie now. I want to rant real quick. Uh, listen. I love y'all. I love everybody. I have one pet peeve though. If I go to a movie theater, I'm expecting to watch a movie, right? If I go to a movie theater, I'm not just expecting to watch it. I'm also expecting to hear it. Now, I was sitting there in the movie, 9.30 p.m., ready to watch this film. Pretty excited. Pretty pumped. And this couple walks in. They got a big old bucket of popcorn. They're having a good time. I'm like, all right, cool. They're on a date. I thought I would be the only one in the movie, but whatever. Hey, welcome to the movie. Continental Cinema, great theater. However, uh, this couple, it wasn't really the guy, it was the female. She decided to just grab her a big old handful of that buttery goodness. And she just went to town on that motherfucker like, <laughs> like, like, like hardcore. Like there was no stopping her. You can't stop her. And you just hear all that crunching in your ear hole. And I'm like, bruh, all right, maybe she'll be done. Let me tell you something. This movie was two hours long imagine two hours long of an interesting film with a crunching yeah you'd be pissed off wouldn't you like there'd be times where i'm trying to focus in on a scene because it's important all you hear is just crunch man just yeah don't do that like chew with your mouth closed bro 
Like, li- listen, if I catch you eating popcorn and you out here crunching, I swear to God, B. He likes to play catch. I ask him, can you catch these hands? He said yes, so I fucking hit him. What is the problem? I'm just saying. All right, I will send you to the fucking shadow room, turn my car sideways, and end my turn. That's all I got to say on that. Other than that, other than that, <laughs> I'm sorry for the rant, y'all. I, I, I just had to say it. But other than that, y'all, I, I enjoyed this movie. I think it's really worth the time to watch. Um, Definitely check it out for yourselves. Again, you don't have to if you don't want to, but don't judge a book by its cover. I enjoyed it. It was really good. And uh, yeah, B minus rating. I mean, that's pretty good. It's pretty decent, right? Yeah, I think so. So, with that being said, I'll shut up now. I hope you guys are having a great day, great night, whenever you guys are listening to this. That's all I got to say. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Lame Media Podcast.